This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Brentford Fan Show, the latest on the bees. All the gossip from Griffin Park. Plus, you Reds getting vocal on the socials. The Brentford Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London. A great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Good evening. The time is two minutes past nine. You are, of course, listening to Love Sport. I am Joe Forrester and I'm here with the boys from the Brentford fan show. Billy the B. Grant, Dave Laney Lane and Gary Paul. Good evening, gentlemen. Busy good, week, right? Good yeah, evening, good, good evening. Mate. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very excited. I can, see, I can feel the energy coming off the three of you tonight. I think it's going to be a good show. We're, we're bouncing. I'm, I'm actually quite impressed that you're wearing red, white and blue as well today. Obviously, you're off to a wedding tomorrow, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, naturally. My invite came in the post last minute, so uh, so I'm going to be in the cheap seats at the back behind Camilla, but at least I'm going. You oh, need I'm... Jack Wig as well. It's brilliant. <laughs> we're going, really we're going safe standing, Mark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, what, that's what we do in our league, like, you know. But anyway, it's been a... We've had a pretty, pretty, pretty mad week, actually, haven't we? Yeah, considering, so. is, uh, considering it's not the football season anymore, it's uh, just as busy as the football season. Well, seeing as we always kick football out of football, right, to be yeah. This has been the week where we actually kick football out of football. Wednesday, we had our besotted end of season podcast and if you check it out besotted.com forward slash audio you'll hear it it's pr- every every season we do it it's wicked it's raw because we go to a pub we get all the people that have been on the show that contributed so we had about 12 13 people on the show today some of them couldn't make it but a lot of them were there as well so we had a brentford player the fullback Ilias hasisirodoris oh it's good pronunciation oh, mate. It's, 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 it's almost it's almost good <laughs> <laughs> tell you tell you I mean, and he was in there in the pub with us all the way through he was drinking water let me say true professional <laughs> top, top boy actually wasn't he he was a lo- lovely lovely player lovely lovely bloke and uh, he, he kind of you could tell he was a little bit daunted when he came in because uh, no, he, he didn't be. quite get he didn't quite know what he was letting himself in for but um, we were good to him and he was he, he spoke well didn't he he was great he was absolutely brilliant and we had a you know and we're going to play a, a little bit a few little clips of that a little bit later on as well from that just to give you a little flavour of what he talked about and what we all talked about as well so we had that on Wednesday night and then on Thursday 
Thursday, we were at the Football Blogging Awards. We were, uh, yeah, we were shortlisted for uh, best podcast in the Football Blogging Awards. So we went along there. Ali Pally. Ali Pally, yeah, yeah. Didn't win anything, don't did we? No, no, we didn't <laughs> win anything. It's like the fourth time we've been nominated and we didn't win anything. But I'll tell you something, we're valiant we losers. Won, we, we won as much as Birmingham City. <laughs> did, you, did you practice your um, sort of noble losers face? Like, you know, at the Oscars, they give it the old, oh, and then they do like a little slow clap. Did you guys yeah. practice that face or were you just outraged? <laughs> no, we weren't, we weren't outraged. No, we, we got exactly what we thought we were going to get. Yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did boycott the clapping after that. I just thought, like, <laughs> arms folded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of a huff. Yeah. I love to see that. I love to see yeah. that. Mardi face. When, when you come up against Arsenal all the time, you you you, you, you just it's just not going to win, are you? you know? <laughs> yeah. But so you know, it's, it's about quality, not quantity. It's, and it's all about it's all about being there and the participating. We're small, we're small but perfectly formed, Bill. That's, That's right. right. Hey, it's been my motto for many years. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> So you mentioned um, Ilias earlier. So Ilias Chatzi Theodorides. Takes a little bit of practice. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's there. only just mastered it. He's twenty. He's, he's <laughs> like, and it's his name. Can I? Can I ask you? You said he was. Um, he was sort of a bit taken aback at first. Can I ask you what he walked into? Because in my mind, it's like a western. The saloon doors swing open and everybody turns around silently and faces him. Was it? Was it? Yep, like that's that? it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, he, did, he was a little bit nervous because he, he actually gave us a call beforehand. He said, Look, "If it's all right to come in, I don't, I don't know if he was expecting sort of like the 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 the, 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 the the applause that Martin Allen we did a do with Martin Allen a couple of weeks ago, and we sort of took him into the back, and then we said, really. right, Martin, we're going to go now. You walk through the crowd, and there's 200 people in there.'" And when he walked in, everyone stood up, and it's like a proper sort of standing ovation. So I don't know if Ilias heard about that, and he thought he was going to get a standing ovation through the pub, but it wasn't quite the same. But still, when he came in, we gave him a big cheer, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. no, he was, he, was, he, was, he was really good. You know, as I said, he, was, he seemed a little bit shy at first, and then once he realised that we weren't going to stitch him up, and uh, we were encouraging him to talk about his experiences, he was, he was good as gold, well, he, didn't get an, he got an ovation at the end, so... He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so... <laughs> but in, in the show today, I mean, we're going to be... We, got, we were going to listen to a few clips, like I said to you, a clip from the Besotted end of season podcast it's going to be wicked as well We're going to be talked to Ilias on that as well so he'll give us a vibe on the B team his graduation him going over to Cheltenham and playing at Cheltenham for a while and then also him being at Arsenal Academy he talked a little bit about that so we'll be hearing a little bit of that on the order as well we'll also be looking at the uh, managerial sack race um, there's been a few managerial spots popping up over the past few days so we'll be dis- discussing that yeah, there's one there's one being appointed McLaren's got a new job but he's surely going to be out of it probably before the end of the show that's what he does <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and we'll be discussing also championship teams' finances and asking whether FFP, which is financial fair play, which is put in there to try and even things up a bit and not let teams just spend loads and loads and loads of money, make it unfair, um, is it really working? And and how can we actually make our football league um, a little bit better, basically? So we've got quite a lot to talk about on the show today, even though... You know, we kick football out of football, and there's actually no football going on at the moment, which is all good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it should be our summer break, but uh, you know, there's, as you say, there's a lot go, there's, there's a lot going on, and it's it's clear that we're already sort of um, building for next season. You know, we've uh, we've we've um, uh, uh, we've promoted three of the B team. Mm-hmm. They they they're now 18 players. Um, which we've ones? Got, which we've ones got um, Marcus Force, um, Ellery Borkham, and um, Mazbek Sorensen. And the positions. Uh, Marcus is a strong striker, Ellery Balkum is a goalkeeper and Mads Beck is a centre 
centre-back. And, so. and, and interesting as well, because uh, Marcus Force is a Danish... He's, he's, no, no, is he Danish? Yeah. Yeah, he's Danish. So. Two, two Danes and a... Danish under-19. Danes and an England under-17. And uh, right. England under-17 goalkeeper and a Danish under-19 centre-back Excellent well. name, that, as well. Marcus Force. Force, mm. yeah. That's, that's with a double S. So oh, it's a just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you've seen all the headlines. The Sun headlines May are already happening there. May you. the Force be with you. Like yeah. You. May the Force be with you. Magnum Force, all that yeah, sort of that's stuff. That's right, mate. Um... Let me talk about... You said you're building for next year already. Okay, so you finished... Um, let me get this right. Six points off the playoffs mm-hmm. in the end. Um, very good season, really, for you. Where, where do you go from here? Because obviously people look, I suppose, at the likes of Millwall, who made a, a big charge having been promoted from League One as well. And the Championship is a very unpredictable league. Are you going to be targeting the playoffs next year? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, need, to, we need to get a better start. I mean, that, that's, that's, that was our Achilles heel this year, was that we didn't get a win until sort of eight games into the season. So we were, we were playing catch-up, and we never did quite catch-up. We, 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 we weren't in the playoff places at any stage. I don't think we went higher than eighth, did we? No, I don't so, think we ever got So, you know, it was always tantalisingly close towards the end, but it was, it was because we were, we were playing catch-up. But you look, at our, you look at our record against the teams that finished in that playoff, pack it was only Derby that really held you know really did us mm. home and away um, Wolves they were champions they drew with us at home we beat Fulham drew with Fulham um, no, Derby didn't beat us at, at our place I mean it was yeah, one, no, it, it was, was, uh, was, 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 was only up but it's one all at ours and they were <laughs> I've got to say this Derby were the worst team we played all season wow they were, they were horrendous at griffin park borough we drew home and away you know, with so yeah derby the ball did literally the ball didn't come out of their heart it, it, it was in their half for most of the game wasn't it? about 80 I thought it was similar to their um playoff game against fulham the one the home leg in that they got an early goal and then pretty much sat on it for most of the you know tried totally to outplayed on, yeah exactly we just need to be more clinical that's, yeah. that's, that's first and foremost well um, after in a few moments time the Brentford fans are going to have a chance to have their say as well at Love Sport Radio if you want to get in touch and of course you can give us a bell 0208 70 20 558 it's the Brentford Fan Show right here on Love Sport it's good that the UK are cutting down on plastics it means we get less people like Katie Price she's pretty much made of pure plastic Love Sport I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Got something to get off your chest that doesn't require medical assistance? Then the London calling is for you. Whether it was a dodgy tackle, poor game management, or the simple fact that the referees are what uh should have gone to Specsavers. We want to hear about it. The action, the reaction, and the overreactions on London's biggest game. Every Saturday from 5.15, the London Call-In on your London station. Love Sport. Now the football season is over, millions and millions of wives finally get their husbands back. Until the World Cup, obviously. Love Sport, 5.58 a.m. Good evening. You are, of course, listening to Love Sport. My name's Joe Forrester, and I'm here with the Besotted Gang for the Brentford Fan Show. It Ray. was the Besotted... Yeah. There we go. That's Ray. the atmosphere we're looking for. <laughs> um, it was the Besotted End of Season podcast on Wednesday night. And in the house this year was Brentford fullback Ilias Chatsthiolides. Oh, Let's Ray. have a well, listen back to a few <laughs> moments from that very lively evening. This is the Besotted Pride of West London end of season podcast and we're it's a bit soon there actually you can tell <laughs> I pressed the can button a little bit early there 
And we're coming from the world famous Cross Keys Pub in Stanford Brook. I'm Billy Grant. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> but in addition to assembled characters, we are delighted to have with us a very special guest. In the studio with us today, <laughs> we have Brentford left back Ilias Chatsy Theodoridis. <laughs> Yes, how you doing, my man? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Listen, kalo sorry, steso party me besotit, kala napernas. Yes, very nice. Kalo sorry, steso party kala napernas. Nice. Translate the what you said. Yes. Kalo sorry, steso party. Welcome to the party. Can I get the bolly kalo chrono? Having a good time. Lady, do you remember what your prediction was? Um, I thought we would be in the playoffs. Um, we, we you play- said you said fifth. Yeah, we well we almost we toyed with fifth, didn't we? We could up until the Barnsley game, we could have finished fifth. So my prediction went until the penultimate weekend of the, which I'm quite happy with. And what team did you predict was going to do worse than the pundits thought? Yeah, I just looked over your shoulder. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I said Wolves didn't stand a chance, did they? <laughs> Um, I did, did w- I Wolves, exactly. Wolves will realise again that big spending doesn't guarantee anything at all. Some of these clubs will never learn, <laughs> which is a good thing for us. Mm. Ian Westbrook, do you remember where you said you're going to finish? I said we finished sixth. And the Ian Holloway Trophy. Do you remember who you said was going to get that? Can't remember who I said. Oh, you, you, well, it's an interesting. It you said Forest. With Mark Warburton to show he knows what is required of the championship. <laughs> yeah. I got that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> totally wrong. Listen, we've got Ilias here as well. And I know it's easy for you to say, because obviously you didn't write it down like the rest of us, so there's no evidence. But we've got to just say... I think if the season would have finished, it would be in the playoffs start with this performance. It would be in the playoffs. OK, so we should have been in the playoffs, but we weren't in the playoffs. Yeah. So you... Basically, you're just like the rest of us, aren't you? you you've, got, you've got absolutely no idea, do you? <laughs> of yeah. What we can ask, Ilias, is you, you play with Chris Meppham a lot. What, what, what's he like to play alongside as a, as a central defender and you to the left of him? Yeah, uh, yeah I played a lot with Chris Mepps and I think he's a really good player, of course, and how you see him playing. Uh, I think... First team games, uh, it helps a lot for your development. And that, what Chris Mepps, uh, Mepps got the games, and he developed a lot after these games, even in the play and reading the game. So I think the same thing with you. I think he would do really well, and he deserves to be in the one of Premier League teams in that age. He's doing really, really well as a centre back. So. I wish you the best as well. Do you find it inspirational that someone that can get into the Brentford first team within a very short space of time, they're almost like transported to another level completely? So it's almost like if you can seize that opportunity, if you can get into the first team, the sky's the limit, anything's possible. Of course, anything is possible, and just you have to believe yourself. And I think. What Chris Mepps done, it give us all the belief that if you work hard and get the opportunity and do well and grab it with both hands, you can achieve it. So every every young player wait for that opportunity so to do his best. Yeah, in in Arsenal it was a really uh, really hard to break for the academy to break straight to the first team for us. Like I was I used to play with under 18s, 
I play all the games for other teams and few games for 21s. But when you're in academy, in national academy, it's very good, um, very good education, learning a lot of stuff for your first steps for your career. But after, my in my mind, I had I have to go somewhere lower than Arsenal and to be closer to the first team, so other people can see me play in more professional stage. There you have it. That was the action from the besotted end of season podcast. Um, Dave, can I just pick you up on one thing quickly? You said Brentford would finish fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, not far off. You did. You did challenge for the playoffs, uh, but you did say Wolves would struggle. Yeah, I got that pretty wrong. Yeah, yeah. they uh, just just to remember finished nine points clear at the top of the championship. Yeah, <laughs> they, but they, they did have a slow start. They, they they didn't go straight into it. But no, but I, I why why well, the reason I said that was I've kind of looked at them over the last three or four years, and they've they've always spent more than a lot. Uh, they've always just failed to they failed to deliver, and I just couldn't see you know Spirit Santo to to to, to break that mould. But he has. You're um, you're in good company. Let me tell you because I I reread the uh, I think the Telegraph and the Guardian uh, championship previews from the start of last season uh, this week and all of them had Wolves to struggle so <laughs> I think everybody saw that and um, what, what was it like that that evening then uh, the beside end of season podcast I mean I mean Gaz was there Gaz was the only one drinking the rum I think so I mean Gaz probably <laughs> he was he was uh, getting... <laughs> all in moderation all That's in moderation right. <laughs> but um, it was it was a it was a very very I mean Gaz is still jumping but uh, it's a very very good vibe actually like I said to you we do it every season we just get together in the pub and it's meant to be a We'll say it's a celebration. We normally at the, at the podcast we're always talking about you know what players are coming in, what players are coming out, what what the, they've done wrong, what we weren't happy about the weekend, or what we were you know what we were what we glad about. But this one we we you know we, we we talked about a lot of different things. We talked about you know our favourite moment, our favourite away day, you know the best player, the most improved player of the season. You know we'll talk about all these things in a little bit. But we talked about all these things and everyone put their input in, and it's just interesting to hear everybody's thoughts. And what's what's really good is I mean it's our fourth year now in the in the championship mm-hmm. and the vibe at the end of the season of these of these dudes has been just as jumping every year because you know we've grown up we've been sort of weaned on this this, this dire of misery and failure oh, and, wow. and well we have you know it's just like we, it's, it's always we've always been the bridesmaid never the bride what royal royal wedding well, reference very nice, nice. Cute. Yes, oh, nice yeah. Yeah. so to now it's like we, we're we're an established championship team um we're there were there on merit and you know we were you know at the blogging awards last night we were speaking to villa fans and they were just like saying how how you know hugely impressed they've been by brentford and how they wish they played like us you know so you know we we are starting to that that conversion we're, we're not tim pop brentford mm. it's uh, to people that know what they're talking about now well it'll be interesting to see um what the predictions will be like um as how we're good how people see we're going to go next season because we've now I mean, we've now finished what top four? Sorry, top, top 10, ten. Top ten. Four years in a row. I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Fulham to finish in the playoffs again next year oh. in, in the championship. Wow! <laughs> so wow. that gives us a prediction for next Saturday as well. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's on. It, there's a little ongoing thing with us and Fulham and, and the Fulhamish lads they know all about it as well and they're keeping quiet and we're keeping quiet we can us. keep quiet for, a, for another week we're just going to keep quiet for another week we're not going to say anything at the end of the day Fulham do deserve because yeah, that, yeah. out of all them teams they are yeah, they are the best team the best, the best team, team in that in that playoffs they go up you know, if, you know I'll be honestly if, if Villa go up I mean we smash Villa both times we play them yeah. you know Borough we, 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 we smashed them I must them. admit after what, watching all of those playoff games I just thought my god we, we're better than 
than all of these other teams. Yeah. Fulham aside, I thought you know we our record against Fulham was excellent, so I, we don't need to we don't need to sort of like you know um, to waffle too much about that. But you know the rest of them. You know, yeah. Fulham about, but they've got the results, and that's fair, fair play, and that's I think that's where we need to pick up um, for for next next time. Loads more next coming season. up, of course, uh, on the Brentford Fan Show. You are of course living the love sport. Yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball, truly do. Yep, go the Brits. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. For quick reply, affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving... You're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. I have to tell you, Crystal Palace, spectacular. Really great. Shiny. Love Sport. 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Good evening. You are, of course, listening to Love Sport Radio. It is the Brentford Fan Show. A few moments ago, we heard all the action from the besotted end-of-season podcast. Um, Billy, one thing I do want to say to you is you, you did that thing, OK, when you get somebody from another country and you try to impress him, and he was impressed by speaking Greek yes. to him. Yeah. And then he did that thing, and I know the feeling of panic so well, where he came back at you with a phrase in Greek. Yes. And you sort of go, oh, no. Because I do it all the time. Because my only, my only Spanish has got Donde esta la biblioteca, mm. which means where's the library. Yes. And then when someone goes, oh, it's over there in Spanish, you just want to throw something at them and run away. Mm. Don't you? No, no, no. I, was <laughs> no. Complete, I was completely relaxed, to but, be clear. Yeah. I'm absolutely completely fluent in Greek. And it was, you, it was need fine. To, you need to understand Billy <laughs> is able to converse in any language. I remember True. being in Barcelona <laughs> and you asking for toast. in, uh, And he, he, he went... <laughs> <laughs> and remember in Italy when you 
kept telling women that your, their dogs had bitten your leg. Il morte in carne. Yes, so, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. on the, on the train. He's, he's, yeah. got, he's got history. That's yeah. a very specific accusation yeah. to yeah. make. Yeah. It's true. To be fair, you do get a reaction and people do come back to you and think, oh, actually. So then, and there you go. The conversation has started. So that's, uh, that's, how, it, that's how it runs. <laughs> oh, you, Billy's chat up line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that's the oddest chat up line I've ever heard. bitten my leg. You were telling me a few moments ago about the Brentford B team. Yes. Um, tell us more. We love the B team. Um, not, not love the B team, as in the thing is that we're very proud of the B team. Any any team, any fan of any team is always proud of their homegrown players as, as it as it is. You know, Man United, when they actually had their homegrown players that came through and with the bulk of, you know, England and, and, and they were winning things, those Man United fans must have been very, very proud. Any Brentford player that's come through is homegrown. We're very, very proud of them as any other team. Um, we had an academy that wasn't quite working out for us, unfortunately. So uh, Brentford is decided to scrap it they got a lot of grief for it to be fair but uh, they said we're going to start uh, start build a team which is called the b team which means that the players when they get to 17 years old they don't get nicked by man city or man united because we've actually going to sign them from 17 on professional contracts and we're going to develop them from there so players who either have come through our academy or somebody else's academy or come from a, another team um elsewhere in, in europe or maybe a team elsewhere in the uk and we'll sign up these contracts and we'll develop them and what we, what we will also do is that if they're any good We'll give them a path to the A-team. So we'll send them training with the A-team. We'll put on the team coach. We may make them reserve. So they've done that. Uh, and they've spilt it over a number of years and all of a sudden I think we've, we've probably had about 10 players sort of come through being reserve players or have made debuts and stuff which is which has been really good. And like I said, the most prominent one at the moment now is... Um, is uh, Chris Meppham. Chris Meppham, and obviously yeah. Alfie Mawson was another yeah. was another one that, 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 made, that made that transition somewhere else. Oh, okay. but, yeah. but he he was you know he was part of that sort of factory. Yeah. He's a player who's been talking. He's obviously Swansea going down. Talked about getting a big move. Now yeah, in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine he has. But, right. and he, you know, he had to go somewhere else to get first team football. But during that during that period, because but, it wasn't in place, the, yeah. the system wasn't in place to get through to the to, and and, to the and it was our first season in the Championship. So it was all about sort of making sure we could consolidate rather than taking risks with with sort of untried rookies but you know to see th- another three um b teamers get first team recognition it shows that we call it homegrown two two of them are danish so you know ellery borkham is close enough is very much yeah <laughs> european um no no brexit talk here um but ellery borkham is you know is 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 getting sort of the plaudits are really sort of rating him Definitely. but goalkeeper but yeah. gary so you know this homegrown versus transfer market from the fans for a lot of fans are always look, we need to go out and buy we need to go out and buy but seeing Mepham come from one or two of the others are you are, you, are we getting more accustomed to this new way of introducing well, definitely justifies the decision that was made to um, close the academy um, as you said the issues we had with our best you know investing in players and then all of a sudden they're gone for peanuts and You've got the overhead to run in an academy, and I remember similar to the situation Palace had with John Bostock, where they developed this amazing, what looked like an amazing player, and just like that he was gone, and they couldn't cover the cost of the academy, so it closed. Um, So we've, again, looked at doing things in a different way, and it is we are reaping the benefits at the moment. Because a lot of people were very sceptical. I mean, we we got not lambasted, but there was a there was a lot of um, press talk about you know how we kind of betrayed the community by 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 scrapping the academy. But it's all about us surviving. At this yeah, level. we've got to be real. I mean, we do have to be realistic in you know the size of our club, and that is one of the things that we needed to do to be able to 
compete at the level we are competing. Mm. I mean, I, mean, I, I think uh, Matthew Benham has said, you know, at some stage, if we say got the Premier League and we got loads more money in, it doesn't stop us from opening the academy again. But at the end of the day, in the short term, it's a case of like, is X amount of money in the pot? Am I going to put the money into the first team? You know, money that's been lost on the academy, do I put it into the first team and, and try and develop players for the first team? Or do yeah. I keep putting money into this, this big black hole? I was, I was thinking earlier in the week, actually, maybe it's the FA's responsibility or the Premier League's responsibility is to, to, to fund grassroots football at that level where they give every club in the country a million pounds but two million pounds um, and 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 they have to spend it on the academy i remember the other day when we were talking about selling wembley and money going into grassroots do you mean you're going to give a load of money to chelsea's academy when they load of money or are you going to actually you know does that mean parks for kids to play on such an interesting question isn't it how that how that money would get spent because you're right i heard the same story that 500 million quid 800 million quid depending on who you're reading and who you listen to um from shard khan's purchase of wembley would go into grassroots now this b team model i'm, I'm really interested in this because it's really worked for you do you think it's a sustainable model for other football clubs in, in the championship but, and but it, other it's, leagues it's funny you should say that because uh from what i've heard um when they, they they started to do it i think a few phone calls started to come in and a few meetings okay. were had with brentford by nervous people within the authorities who are thinking oh my god if, you, if you're doing this other people are going to start doing it so there's a little bit of nerves but also there's also other teams that have started to to, to follow foot i think andy scott who was our um um who was our head coach at brentford and then he went to he was our manager originally then he was our head coach and then he went to watford recently and i think that they kind of taken on quite a lot of elements from that model as well um, and also I feel, you know, Falkirk up in Scotland have definitely done it and I've seen a few other teams have done it as well I think Huddersfield scrapped their academy whether or not they've actually got a B team as well um, so, but uh, there's definitely people that are looking at it and we're definitely at the sort of the forefront I mean it's not rocket science what we're doing but we're at the forefront because we're actually doing it and also because we've we've got a set way of doing things I think people might come to us and say look how do you do that what you know what are the what are the methods that you use what's the best way to go about doing it you know which is good but what is also more interesting like we said to you because we're talking about these players coming through Ilias Chatsi as we call him he was very excited the fact that he'd gone to Cheltenham but he's saying that you know Mepham being in the first team has shown me that I potentially can be in the first team and so can all these other players so you know what's going to be happening over the close season are we going to be looking at new players coming in or are we going to be pumping these new players I mean maybe we could talk about it after the break yeah huge questions to be answered if you are a Brentford fan listening you want to have your say is of course at Love Sport Radio I kick balls better than Mohamed Salah seriously the odds with seven best bets Please gamble responsibly. Hi guys, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. It's FA Cup weekend. United have the chance to equal Arsenal's record of 13 FA Cup wins. The game kicks off at 5.15 on Saturday. Man United previously beat Chelsea in 94. They won 4-0 that day. Fancy it again, it's 80-1. to Or Pogba to score a hat-trick is 200-1. to Smalling to get the first goal is in at 20s. Chelsea minus one, you can get 5-1 to on that. To lift the trophy, Chelsea are evens while Man U are 4-5. Enjoy the game. That's the odds from 7bestbets.com. The odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GambleAware for more information. If you're a fan of Charlton, check out Love Sport. Monday night from 9. What sort of mood would you say you're in? To yeah, I'm in the camp that says it's done, dusted, happy. I'm, I'm confident. Perhaps that little spell of play there pretty much summed up what like attack, not ruthless enough. The Charlton Fans Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. 
Yeah, that's right. Every weekday from seven, we bring you fan shows for different fans of London clubs. And tonight, until 10 o'clock, we have the boys from Besotted here. It's the Brentford fan show right here on Love Sport. Um, Billy, a few moments ago, we were talking about your B team. Very interesting in model down there in the championship. It is an interesting model. And like I said to you, we were talking about the players coming through. And this is the time where all the fans get very nervous. Are we going to lose players? Are we going to gain players? Um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, people like Ryan Woods is, you know, he's going to leave, whether or not he is or not. But there's loads of people who are after him. He's a very hot property. You know, Andres Bielen, who's a centre-back as well, looks like he's going to go after the World Cup. Um, you know, is Egan going to go? There's been a lot of talk about him over the past couple of seasons. Ollie Watkins is another hot property. Maybe it might be a little bit early for him, but then there was rumours on the podcast that someone had bid 20 million in for him already, whether or not that was true or not. You know, we bought, we bought him for 1.5 what nine months ago so that'll be pretty amazing if that did happen so the question that we're asking is that you know do we just get a little bit you know less nervous about that where we we know we bring these players through is marcus force good enough to replace or does marcus force who's a striker does he go on the bench do we not worry too much about it are the, the thing is that our coaches they see these players week in and week out. I don't, they, I don't, I don't think he's ever going to go go straight in. I think he's you know he's he's you know he's he's evolve and his his evolution is to go to the bench. I'd I'd say, um, but you know what we we're saying about the B team as well because the way they arrange the fixtures is it's quite ad hoc, isn't it? It's down to contacts within different clubs. You know we're playing. There's no like league. There's no like league set up like there is you know in 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 some of the other you know academies mm. playing. It, each other's academies and there's actually you know a league table they play some great matches though but we, yeah but we, what we do is we play the best of Europe so we've got AC Milan we've played Inter Milan we're playing Bayern Munich we're playing Glasgow without necessarily you know um, getting to the Champions League proper and it's funny as well because uh, you talk about you know the teams we're playing we were we love a bit of a trip and uh, Brentford were playing um, Inter Milan and AC Milan over the space of a couple of days oh, nice. and, <laughs> and we were going to go it was all like on a Wednesday or something like that and Wednesday, we were going we to fly out there and then we, in the end we sort of decided not to and we decided to fly out a few weeks later to Dundalk instead Ooh. in Ireland to go and watch a V2 play <laughs> you know that was good though it was, was, uh, it was brilliant yeah it was really good but you know again they play but the thing about it is you know we laugh about it but they played against Dundalk who are now um, I mean they, they, they messaged me a couple of days ago saying we'll get you some tickets if you want to in a few weeks time it's the Europa League qualifiers and it looks like we're going to play Rangers I think you know we might play Rangers you know and so they're getting excited so they're actually playing some proper hardcore games and that game we thought it was just going to be a nice little tip around friendly it was like an FA Cup final the fans were absolutely potty for it they were singing and chanting going mad and pointing at us who are you and all this kind of stuff (laughs) and the players were just flying in with all sorts of tackles like you know it was like and we said to them oh my god this is like you know we we thought we'd turn up and have a little chat around the pitch but in the we were like we had a, you know we're biting our nails because it's such a such a, a really sort of on the edge of your seat performance like, it's, you know? it's an interesting point though and you, you've both mentioned it there about building these ties across europe and and building this network and so much of football coverage is focused on the teams in the top four five six of the premier league actually for other teams building these links and creating these networks and trying new things it's really important isn't it it is they, they you know these teams they don't look at us as little old brentford they mm. look at us as one of the most progressive teams in in europe you yeah. know we're we're doing things we're at the cutting edge we're thinking differently we're we're doing stuff that is at that edge of you know getting those extra percentages out of out of you know the way we operate but you know we're i'm i'm waiting to see one of our players instead of going to to burnley to to go straight to inter milan or ac milan that that was maybe it's going to be mawson i'm sorry um, the the only 
I mean, I'll have to say this, and we say as a Brentford fan, the only downside of this whole thing is the fact that we are only a small club, and we're going to come on to talk to about FFP and finances in the middle, mm-hmm. but in a minute, but. Our finances have led us to the stage there that we end up always, if a player becomes half decent, we always flog them, unfortunately, you know, and we sit down and we think, can't we just, can't we just hold on to them for one more season? We're talking about Ryan Woods this season. The belief is that if we hold on to Ryan Woods and we hold on to all these other players, then we can definitely get promoted. But the problem that we have is that somebody comes on, offers Ryan Woods 40 grand a week, right, or 50 grand a week. You know, he's probably on, I've got no idea, six grand, four grand, eight, I've got no idea. But it's something like that. He's not on, he's not on 20 grand a week, but let's put it that way. Somebody offers him 40 grand a week. It's going to be really difficult for him, no matter how much loyalty he's got with Brentford. So for us, we end up losing these players. The good thing is that we keep on scouting them in the way that we do, very mm. cleverly, find them for 500,000. They become brilliant. Then we have them for a season or two, then they go again. So we've got this whole recycling thing, which is actually really frustrating as a fan. But as fans, we've, we've, we've come to, to realise that the reason he'd probably come to us in the first place was the fact that he knew that if he, if he excelled, he was going to get his move. So we're getting players coming come to Brentford now that probably would have got a chance of a, a slightly better payday elsewhere, mm-hmm. but they know that if they come to us, they're going to play every week, and then if they do reach their potential, then you know we're not going to stand in their way, and that allows us to go and get a replacement. I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot of pleasure in seeing these players go every, you know, year in, year out, but you know, it, it you know the 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 the, um, the uh, directors of football seem to have the knack of finding replacements. I think our style of play also attracts players because we do like to play football. Mm. We do play attractive football. Yeah, one of one of the things that I think th- th- I suppose the warning for Brentford would be the Southampton model in the Premier League. Now Southampton, by the skin of their teeth, stayed in the Premier League this year, and they did something similar. They've kept bringing through young players, kept buying very cheap players, and and putting them back into the team when they sold big names you think Mane, Lambert, Bale, Walcott the list goes on and I suppose do you worry long term for Brentford at some point there might not be a replacement so you need to find a way to hold on to these players Um, it's it's not always going to go it's not always going to go as planned I mean, I, I do. I mean, I, and, uh, I do. But then at the end of the day, it's you know, you're not you're not in control of that. You're just sitting on the on the edge on the terraces having a look. If you speak to the directors of football, they'll just say very, really calmly, you know, all the people in charge of club, we we we're confident that we'll just find the next one. You know, when Hotter was going to leave last year, and we're like, oh god, you can't let Hotter go, and they'll say. What if we found a better hotter? And he's like, oh, really? And it's that confidence. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, yeah, yeah. you can't argue, you can't argue again that. All you have to do is bite by its time and it might take a year or two years. But all of a sudden, it's like some of the players that are coming through, you think actually, you know, potentially they might be, you know, true. you know, that might be coming through uh, better than the players. But what is interesting as well, though, as we talked about, is the sack race because the pressure is on for these managers. You know, Dean Smith has got probably a lot less pressure than everybody else because he's doing. Not as he's told, but he's building, um, uh, making our team play in the way that his responsibilities are less. Aren't yeah, they? he's he's there to pick the team and not actually and, necessarily find the and team and coach the team and play in a particular way. And he's doing that, and we haven't got the results that we want in Premier League. But at the end of the day, you know, if you look at the the, the table where we are, and we've this this table that's been printed out as into what the budgets are for the teams, uh, the two two divisions, um, the Championship and the Premier League. Brentford are fortieth out of forty four. Our budget last year was fourteen point six. So it's fifteen million pounds a year as opposed to at the top was obviously Manchester City at 264 million pounds but you know the highest um, championship team was um, I think it was it's Norwich at 55 million so we're 15 million compared to their 55 million they spend a year and the highest below that as well was Derby County 40 million pounds is their budget per year last year I mean it's probably even more this year so it 
shows you what you've got to compete with. So you can see as well, like Dean Smith is operating within a certain financial capacity as opposed to these guys. And that's why you can see they're getting sacked all the time and the big sack ways we could talk about that financial fair play is a massive massive issue of course Brentford fans or anybody who wants to get involved with this it is a big hot topic in football at Love Sport Radio you're listening to the Brentford Fan Show Five Live they got more digs at that station than I do in my pants seriously I guarantee you there's no problem with mine Love Sport The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict 7 to net a million you could visit 10, 20, 100 dealers and still not see as many cards as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how London buys its cars. Car Giant. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. You like it saucy? There'll be something for you. Weekdays from 6am. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesman said.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman set. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes to find real people, real savings. Compare, switch, and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you. Saving you money. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier. For loads of ideas to cut back fat, watch the salt, make sugar swaps or get you five a day, just search online for Change for Life. Millions and millions of coffee shops. That is London. This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. The time is approaching 9.43. You're listening to Love Sport. I'm Joe Forrester here with the boys from the Besotted podcast because it is, of Come course, on, you the Brentford fan show. Uh, Billy, we were talking financial fair play a few moments ago. We were. And, and uh, you know, the thing with FFP, it's um, there's a rumour going around and uh, I was chatting to a mate of mine, actually. His, his name is Al, Al Majid, um, Dan from Often Partisan. You end the site Often Partisan, which is the Birmingham site, and now he's got Al Majid, and he's a proper, proper, he's really, really into this whole financial side of things. So what he did is that he, he, he was the person that exposed the the, Brentford, uh, the Birmingham City owners, found out who they were, and found out that there was a lot of unsavoury stuff going on at Birmingham. And even though he's a Birmingham fan, he exposed the whole thing, but also he's exposing a lot of other things going out there. And he's he's very worried about the FFP thing. He says Birmingham City, they're right in the, the doo-doo, as they say, and the FFP, because they have 
spent a lot of money. I think, if I remember rightly, they I think they lost about thirty million last year, um, um, and that that was last year. And this year has not even been you know accounted for as yet. And this year mm-hmm. they've spent even more money. Obviously, Harry Redknapp came in. You know, he's you know he signed all sorts of players. Like, you know, on <laughs> yeah. ridiculous money. Hotter. You know, he's on allegedly four forty forty thousand pound a week, which is just ridiculous money. So. The fact that FFP, the way it works, if people don't know, financial fair play, over three, you're, you're allowed to lose £13 million a year, um, but it's made over three years. So £13 million over three years, so it's £39 million over three years is what you're going to do. So they'll take your present year and your previous two years and they'll work out what it is. And in principle, if you're in breach of FFP, then some sort of kind of... You, you you go to prison, you know. You you, you get in, you get in a lot you, of trouble. You get a forty million pound fine. Yeah, so you get a fine. So QPR obviously got fined for FFP. But they haven't played, they haven't paid, paid it. it. You know, um, um, Huddersfield got uh, not Huddersfield, but Bournemouth got fined for uh, FFP as well. I think they it was, paid, uh, it they paid it as well, yeah. which is fine. Uh, so t- certain teams play it. And at the moment now, the rumor is that there's going to be sixteen teams this season now who are in breach of FFP. Now, I mean, you almost sort of turn around and think. What's the point? From what I, we didn't, we couldn't work out who was in, you know, who who had who 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 hasn't, you know, who had paid it. But we had to be probably easier to work out who hadn't, and we worked out it's probably Burton. Barnsley, P&E, Brentford, probably Sunderland. I'm not sure about them because I don't know if they spent much money this year. Ipswich, uh, possibly Huddersfield was there the year before, and maybe and we can't work out. There's maybe a couple of other teams. Those are the teams that weren't in breach of FFP. So everybody else, so you the, know, so the, we're saying the majority of clubs in the mm. championship are, aren't playing by the rules which makes it more and more difficult you look at Burton um, they got relegated at the end of the season mm. Birmingham didn't get relegated because um, they completely blew they, they blew the bank and you know it does make you wonder what, what's the point should, well, yeah what is the point there should there should be a punishment you know it's not like having rules and breaking them but, but what happens to you but here's the interesting question isn't it and I completely I completely agree with you but football is a vast machine that cannot be stopped because there's billions of pounds of TV money. And let's face it, and we all sit down every Saturday and let's face it, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, and we go to the games and we and we watch it and people buy computer games and stuff and there's football sticker albums and there's a huge industry on social media. It cannot be stopped. So they can't... And I know AC Milan, for example, were in serious breach of it and just didn't pay the fine. And... What what do you do then? Because if you start deducting points from everyone, there's an outcry, and ultimately, it detracts from the product. And I think I think a lot of the time, and I mean it's a bigger subject, but we're talking about World Cup in Russia and World Cup in Qatar. We turn a blind eye to these things because we just want to keep watching football. You're probably right. You probably can't do a points deduction for everyone. What you ought to do is give give extra points to those that do buy by the rules. So Brentford okay. Brentford get a six point head start at the beginning of next year because we play by the rules. Because you know, you, you, you break the rules assuming that that's going to help you win more points. So you reward the ones that are, are, are you know are, are play, pay, paying playing it fair um, and then hopefully that that negates the, the disadvantage of uh, not spending. I think the difficulty with that is, um, <laughs> is um, and all these ideas are really great, but the way that the football league works, or all these leagues work, is that they take a vote, and I think it's like, I think they've got to get like 16 people to put their thumbs up, and if you think the fact is that 16 people aren't paying by the rules, all those people are going to go, ah, actually, no, we don't think that's a very good yeah, idea, you know. Um, the, the problem is that they, the people... Even though this, all the, the ideas that you may throw into the pot are good ideas and fair ideas, um, the the thing is that you can see about football, it's all about money, and it's about a lot of clubs. It's just about making money, so they're not looking down at say Brentford and saying we want to help you out or we want the league to be fairer mm-hmm. because because all of a sudden they're just thinking actually, well, 
if we actually do this, it's going to put us at a disadvantage because we have to spend 40 million to try and even get in the top 10. These guys are spending 10 million. So why are we going to be doing anything to change them to help them out? Because we're going to be in in a proper pickle then problem is the one thing that probably drives it is things like parachute payments because you've got a team that comes down from the premier league and you've got to compete with a team that's been given a you know the pocket money of 12 million for that year so in order to reach their level you've got to find 12 million on top of then you're going to go over then you're going to go over aren't you so you said that at these football league meetings every year that you you reckon that the chairman and the the ceos of 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 those 16 clubs have all got together over a bar and just gone actually let's just break it We've all agreed. Basically, instead of putting your hand up and voting for a rule change, they just go, "We're just, we're just gonna, we're gonna ignore the rules. They can't yeah. punish us all." It's a bit, I suppose, it's a bit like that thing at school. It's kind of like, do you know what? If we're all bad, <laughs> they can't punish us all. So what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, yeah, and it is like that. And you mentioned the parachute payments thing as well. I mean, West uh, West Brom and Stoke are coming down with over ninety million pounds in TV money down into the championship. And mm. I, I do completely agree with you about the financial fair play thing. I just think it's what I suppose what bugs me is we're going to put this rule in place to make it more fair and then not to enforce it. That's even more frustrating because if they say, do you know what, sod it, we don't care about financial fair play, then at least we know what we're working with. But it's this pretending to help, isn't it? Well, that's the thing with QPR. I mean, I know they're challenging it. And if they are successful, then... You know, everybody's full your boots. Yeah, but it's there for it's, it's there for two reasons, really, isn't it? It's, it's one is to make it fair, and the other reason is to protect clubs from going bust. That that you know, for mm-hmm. spending money that they haven't got, chasing chasing the Premier League. So you know, it's failing. It's it's, it's succeeding on on one. We haven't we haven't seen to have any clubs go bust in those top two divisions. But you know, it, it clearly isn't fair. It, there is no fair fairness going on. It's interesting, actually, between, and then look at Arsenal also the Premier League, between 1901 and 1961, there was actually a maximum wage in football. So basically, you couldn't pay over any amount of money. And th- at that time, it was actually much more hyper-competitive because you didn't have just one team winning all the time. You had your Huddersfields winning, you had your Burnley, you had your Albions, Portsmouths, your Ipswiches are actually winning. And they actually kind of changed the... the and people turn around and say to you, you cap on, you know, on wages, you can't put... But it would be very interesting if they actually put a cap on... if they were able to put a cap saying teams you're not allowed to spend x over x amount on wages and players because at the end of the day that will force them not to be able to spend and they'll have to actually compete on a more even playing field really interesting chat i'm still quite a lot more to come we've only got 10 minutes left of the brentford fan show right here on love sport i'm coming uk just like stormy daniels i'm coming love sport I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Who eats kebabs? Who doesn't Not... eat kebabs? Well, I used to like kebabs. Oh. Kebabs used to be. But then I, I like right. the chicken kebab meat. I don't know how they. Well, this, I'm going to sound so stupid. I've, I've started, so I've finished. You know they have those big donor meat things, big yeah. long ones, and they have the long, big chicken ones as yeah. well. So they just take, they just take the meat off the chicken. And then no, that, no, 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 that is that is. That is actually a chicken that's an animal and what they do is they they just skewer it right and they do it and then they just stick it on the thing and it goes around it's heated up no because it's huge it's like that it's not a big they're long chicken they breed the chicken they're kebab chicken special kebab chicken not a special kebab chicken so I, I don't know why I asked you to I shouldn't have asked <laughs> yeah, have you not seen them roaming about weekdays from 6am so Prince Charles is giving Megan away what the f*** seriously should have been me to give her away this 
is uh, Love Sport. Friend, uh, friendlies. Good evening. It is the Love Sport uh, Brentford fan show. Sorry, you caught uh, you caught me on the hop a little bit there. I was just you were hopping ha- around the room, weren't you? <laughs> I was just happily scrolling through my emails, not a care in the world. <laughs> um, my name's Joe Forrest, and I'm with the boys from Besotted. It is, of course, the Brentford fan show. Um, as you can probably tell just then, the debate is raging in the studio tonight. We've actually covered some really, really interesting ground, but but let's bring it back to to Brentford, Billy. I mean, let's bring it back to our team and uh, like I said to you at the Besotted Pride of West London as we say sorry for them um, end of season um, podcast the, the bees up I like the bees up yeah the bees up and we, 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 we had a couple of honours that were going around but there's and like I said to you check out besotted.com forward slash audio and the podcast though it's really lively it's really wicked but we had three awards which we were all talking about one of them was the must try harder award and uh, basically for a player who we think you know he's done quite well but he maybe he needs to up his game a little bit next season and who did that go to well it went to Josh McEachran um, because you know he I think he basically frustrates the hell out of uh, as a lot of fans but we know on his day he's capable of you know of greatness but um, he's, he's, he's sort of he's, he's not hit the heights we expected of him the other, the other another sort of interesting um, train of thought as well Sergi Canos was um, he's you know, obviously one of our brightest stars he didn't have the most productive of seasons but instead of saying must try harder someone actually said maybe maybe he's trying too hard so it's, it's not it's not quite coming off for him so um that, i thought that i thought that was quite interesting but you know josh is someone that we you know coming from chelsea um having that kind of pedigree played in the champions league we were expecting a bit more for him gary weren't we yeah i mean for me i i more see it not really as an issue with him trying hard i think it's more of i think it's more a case of you're looking for that consistency and there have been times when he started and he hasn't really had as good a game as you want him to have. And you just want him to do that on a regular basis. Most improved player um, was, again, went around the table. And there's, you know, there's quite a few uh, candidates for that one. And the, the player that actually came out as a winner, and who was that, guess? It's Flo, Jay. It's Florian Josephson. Yeah, yeah. Flo, Flo Joe, he, he started off the season quite... You know, he was up and down, but the the second half of the season, particularly, he was first name on the sheet, and he, he was he was a proper threat. I think it was one you kind of looked at and you thought, yeah, this guy could be really good. And then, you know, second half of the season, you did look and think, if I was on the other side, I would be absolutely frightened seeing this guy coming at me. And what is that? That's Dean Smith that's got that out of him. Do you think? I think so. Actually, you're right. He has because when he came there, he started off. We played against Villa, and he, him and Hotter played. I think it was against Villa, and they terrorised them. And he's brilliant. And he came as a sort of a bit of super sub, but he was great. And then he sort of backed off a little bit. But interestingly, Ilias, when he talks about, him, I mean, you said you asked him how fast did he think he was, and he said he is so fast. And his feet, they just like they just move like you know, it's like you know, it's, remember it's like sort of the, the, the bird. Who's that bird? Like Roadrunner. Road Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, you know? Speaking of fast, there is nobody speedier on the radio. <laughs> Ed is. Uh, Ed is up after us. Ed, what's coming up on your show? We're going to be looking at business and politics on the Friday Night Late Shift. We're going to be looking at stories of what happened to old royal princesses in the past. You know, on the wedding night, there'd be witnesses. Oh, you get a bishop yeah. in to make sure the marriage was consummated. The royal bedding. The royal called. bedding, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be asking whether Meghan Markle is going to be living such a bad life as well in her way. We'll be looking at Theresa May's decision to appoint nine new lords to try and get Brexit through the House of Lords, and we'll be chatting about Ocado, of course, the online grocers, now worth £5 billion. Sounds nuts to me.
I was about to say things have gone very medieval with the the royal bedding and nine new lords, and I suppose Ocado could be some kind of <laughs> Viking invader, couldn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could indeed. And, and I mean, the whole thing about Meghan, clearly she's a 36-year-old woman, she's doing it voluntarily, but... I mean, there's no way I'd want to do it. Obviously, I'm a bloke, but I mean, it just sounds like a crazy life she's got ahead of us. So we'll be chatting about that a lot. Certainly so much to talk about. Make sure you stick with Ed from 10pm right here on Love Sport. And if you want to get in touch with him, it's at Love Sport Radio. Or give him a ring, 0208 70 20 558. Only a few moments left with the boys from the Besotted podcast. Um, we've only got a couple of minutes left, chaps. Uh, Brentford season overall, how would you summarise it? Uh, f- uh, exciting. Slightly frustrating. <laughs> um, I say it was consistent. I thought I thought we played really good football um, from the first game to the last, barring a handful. Um, we just weren't we weren't ruthless enough. Yeah, I just think as tantalisingly close, almost it almost could have been a great season, but it wasn't to be. And obviously, just coming back to the, the, the awards, we've got to say our one final award, which is obviously the big award, which is the Player of the Year award. And it went round the table, and it was pretty unanimous who we thought the Player of the Year was. And of course, it was Ryan Woods. Ryan Woods, indeed. And uh, Ryan Woods, I think he got like, out of the thirteen people there. I think twelve said Ryan Woods, and somebody else said something else. So he was definitely yeah. on it. On it, Ryan Woods. And big, big up to big up to Ryan. Big up to Ryan. Hopefully he'll be here next year. Fantastic. Um, Another great season for Brentford. Um, Thank you so much for joining me, chaps. It's been an absolute blast. Um, Obviously, look forward to seeing you next season and have another run at those playoffs. And next week, we'll have Nathan Caton on the show as well, the comedian. Fantastic. The brilliant Nathan Caton. Thank you very much to the boys from the Besotted podcast. You're listening to Love Sport Radio. The dishonest media is about to give you some news. So long as it's not fake news and you're making me in a positive light, that I can tell you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.